Rancho, cold open. Hot news, hot news, cold open. I'm listening. Do you know who John Hinckley is? Uh, no. Okay. John Hinckley is a guy who, in 1982, shot Ronald Reagan. He, uh... She shot Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan had just been elected, and this guy shot Ronald Reagan because he really wanted to impress actress Jodie Foster. I feel like you would have heard that part of this story. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've heard the Jodie Foster part. Well, did it work? Did she notice him? Everybody noticed him. Everybody <laughs> knows the guy that shot Ronald Reagan. Because John Hinckley, he went to jail for shooting the president. And he's been in jail this whole time. He got out like a week ago, and he had pre-built a PR plan, a like media and PR <laughs> plan that was amazing. It was called the John Hinckley Redemption Tour. He sold three sold-out concerts, and he was going to play this album of, like, 17 songs he wrote. Those songs are on Spotify right now. A guy that shot the president is going on an album tour, and he sold out all these venues because everyone's like, I'd like to see the guy that shot the president sing. Yeah, can I get an autograph after? No, dude, your music sucks, but... I have no idea if his music sucks. I'm thinking maybe we should listen to just like one of his songs. I assume his music sucks, but um, I just really like the idea that this dude is like, I'm going to turn shooting the president into a career. You know, by saying it's a redemption tour, the implication there is that he is going to redeem himself, a.k.a. clear himself of his the sin of murder, of attempted murder with a song. Well, with an album, I don't think just one oh, song. Oh, okay, can do with it. music, with the power of music, with the power, the power of music. Um, I tried really hard to get us tickets to John Hinckley's concert in Brooklyn. Damn. Yeah, it was. It was going to be at. A, I think it was called Brooklyn May. I forget where it was going to be. It was going to be some. It's some place. Tried real hard to get us the tickets. A couple of days after the shows went on sale, though, all the venues were like, you know what? <laughs> We've thought about it. Maybe we shouldn't. Be letting the guy that shot the president sing his songs. <laughs> and so all the venues canceled on him at once, which is kind of dangerous. You know what I mean? What do you mean? To like kind of get in the bad books of the guy that shot the president. I mean, he's already spent most of his life in jail. Yeah, but he could go back. I'm just saying, I don't know that I would want to like call up the guy that shot the president and be like, we're canceling your sold out concerts. I don't know that I want him on my bad side. So you're cast typing him as a murderer. <laughs> you typecasting? Yeah, that's what I meant. Well, you know what? If you did want to cast a presidential murderer <laughs> type, he's the first person you'd go to. He did try to murder the president. <laughs> he did try to murder the president. Um, all right. Well, I'm pulling up his album. So recently, Jodie Foster gave an interview. And the interview was like, uh, so uh, were you impressed by the fact that this guy tried to kill the president to get your attention? And Jody Foster said, and I quote, you know, I was kind of impressed. <laughs> what? That's what. I, so my question is, is this guy like the world's biggest simp? I'm trying to think of who like. Simp Alpha is Simp Prime. Like this, you know how there's the rickest Rick, like the simpest simp. I think there should be like, you know, the political compass. Yeah. There's a graph. It should be on one axis. You have 
Simp or what's on the other end? What's the opposite? Anti-simp. Let's oh, call Chad. It. Chad. Simp or Chad. And then based or not based. Oh. Because that is simp as fuck. But the fact that she found, she was impressed, admittedly, that's based. <laughs> he is the most based simp. You know, you're right. Most simps don't do anything about their simping. Based and cringe. That's what I want. Okay, based, cringe. He's the most based simp. Okay, that's definitely you. I think the most cringe simp is uh, Russell Greer. Really? Oh, man. He's an insanely cringe simp. Yeah, exactly. He's the. I, I absolutely think he's the worst. What's um, a cringe Chad? Trisha Paytas. Do you think Trisha Paytas is a Chad? Uh, yeah, she's got like millions of dollars. And she does nothing all day, and her wedding ring is like seven carats, and she lives in a mansion, and her only the only thing she does is sit there and eat. That's pretty chad, but that's also pretty cringe. All right. Well, then who is the basest, who's the most base chad? <laughs> ben Shapiro. No, I'm kidding. Uh, who Better could be, be the most base chad, let me think? A lot of people are giving Mark Cuban credit today, because apparently he has some new pharmacy where he's just like selling some ten thousand dollar cancer drug for 40 bucks as like a fuck you to everyone who's not mark cuban yeah mark cuban and also teddy roosevelt teddy yeah because teddy roosevelt a president who did get shot and then teddy roosevelt refused to stop giving his speech remember yes he was just like oh whatever it's one gunshot wound i've done worse <laughs> it's 1840 all right out of all the sharks in the Shark Tank, why do I like Mark Cuban the most? Is it Mark Cuban seems to give the least deals? I feel like I, feel I like Mark Cuban doesn't spend a lot in the Shark Tank. I don't know. I feel like Mark Cuban is easier to like than most people on that show because he doesn't have a thing. Yeah, you know how the rest of them have like a thing. Yeah. Like, like I guess, I'm the QVC girl. I'm yeah. Mr. Wonderful. Yeah, uh, I'm the QVC girl, which is aka I'm the woman. <laughs> I'm the mean guy. I'm like the Simon Cowell of investing. Uh, I'm FUBU. <laughs> like everything fashion, Dave. Is that his name, Damien? I don't know who you're talking about. Damien just attacks anything. He's like, you know, I'm I'm the creator of FUBU. <laughs> that guy created FUBU? <laughs> FUBU. <laughs> uh, I, know, I know what FUBU is more than you do. You don't even know what those letters stand for. I absolutely do. Oh, really? What at do they same, stand? At the same time. Ready? Right. One, One, two, two three. three. Fuck you, Austin. Boston University. Wait, what yeah. were you going to say? The actual thing. And the only reason I know that is because one time I was in a store, like an apartment store with my mom, and there was a FUBU shirt. And she's like, do you want that? I'm like, do you know what that means? For us, by us, we're not us. For them, by them. It's more of a fatifty for yeah, them. Fatifty. All right. Look, because I can't think of anyone else, I'm giving it to Mark Cuban right now. All right. But anyway, let's listen to one of presidential would-be murder John Hinckley's songs. Oh my and God, then I'm we'll so get excited. to the show. Hello, everybody. This is an original song of mine, and it's gonna be on my upcoming. He sounds show. like Chris Chan. He looks like Chris Chan. the good, bad, and ugly. I have seen the heartache with my eyes. It has been a hard road I've traveled. Yeah, you can turn this off now. Yeah, okay. This is exactly what I thought it would be. Yes, that is exactly what I would thought it would be. I thought it would be like fourth grade music teacher core. Like two chords, not very good. Yeah, I'm getting real guy at a party vibes. Guy at a party that's winding down vibes. Oh, he's wearing his best 
triple XL black T-shirt. Well, it's good for him. Nice that he dressed up for the occasion. Man, how cool would it have been if he came out of jail and was actually good at music? <laughs> I was going to say, I wanted to ask before you started playing this, do they let you have a guitar in jail? I guess not. <laughs> no, clearly they don't. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, enough of listening to one crazy guy's rantings. On this week's show, we're going to listen to... 10 crazy people's rantings. Rancho, you want to explain what this week's show's all about? This week's show is the anything goes except slurs voicemail show. I'm proud of you guys. I did not have to delete one voicemail due to slurs. Wow, I'm I'm proud proud of you too. We told listeners that we would play whatever they sent us. We would take our medicine and listeners, you'll be sharing that medicine right after this. So the rules here were, I think, from May 25th through today when we were recording this, almost a month. We have almost a month's worth of voicemails, and the only filtering I did was slur or no slur. Okay. <laughs> so uh, just cream of the crop. This is the crap I do for every single one of these episodes, so yes. you're going to feel my pain. Yes. Uh, Rancho is in charge of listening to you, the listeners, and it's a full-time job. Um, so, all right, let's... Uh, I think I'm going to start us off with the shortest voicemail. This is kind of warm us up. This voicemail is called We Anger the Sonics. Hey, Stereo. Thanks, Toronto. It is your resident Sonic the Hedgehog expert, Sonic Speed, calling in. Hey! That you claim that Top 10 Sonic female video was very offensive to the Sonic community in particular. By playing that video and resurrecting it, you have set the community back by at least a year, which doesn't sound like a lot, but considering all the progress that has been made, that is actually quite substantial. Thank you. He's talking the... What's it called? You remember when we watched the 10 hottest Sonic characters? Yeah. Apparently the Sonic fandom really doesn't like that video. Are you serious? And we've like opened some Pandora's box. We've angered the gods by doing the ritual wrong and bringing the demon back. Well, listen, I can understand. I mean, that video is who you are, Sonic community. That is a mirror. That's like a direct one-to-one representation of you. And your hobbies and how the world looks at you. Man, they must be real triggered by tamers. <laughs> I love tamers. There's one video I've never watched. I remember I saw it and I was like, oh, I want to watch this on an episode of the Loudest Podcast. And then just like months went by. Have what you was- ever seen that video of that kid crying about Sonic the Hedgehog? No. Okay, I'm going to pull this up real quick. Please, yes. White Sonic, White Sonic, White Sonic, White Sonic, White Sonic, White Sonic! Oh, this is YouTube poop. Stop hating on Sonic for no reason! Seriously, what the frick, guys? I mean, seriously, I hate all you freaking Sonic haters! Sonic is not a bad franchise anymore! I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause it, I'm gonna pause it here! You say this is YouTube poop? It sounded like it at the beginning. I'm not 100% sure if this is the video, but I have seen the video that you are playing in front of you right now. <laughs> I think this kid is deadly serious about people hating on Sonic. I think there's one point that got turned into a meme on TikTok, and he says something like, you have consequences for your actions. Really? <laughs> keep playing it. Keep okay. Playing it. Uh, all right. We have all these freaking hypocrites 
of his video he has a copy of sonic generations which was a good game i remember playing sonic generations and liking sonic generations i think it's one of like the three good sonic the hedgehog games is this game not counting like sonic spinball or sonic bean the dr body's bean machine i mean just a game where you're sonic and you run around collecting rings i have never played that game but sonic generations yeah it's real good it's the one where like 16-bit Sonic from the Sega Genesis and modern 3D Sonic team up to stop uh, an unholy union between 16-bit Dr. Robotnik and modern-day Dr. Robotnik. Okay, that sounds cool. And it's fun because it's mostly just running from left to right, collecting rings, smashing TVs with stuff in it, like fighting bot. You don't have to worry about like a homing attack or like fall or like running so fast you fall off a cliff or any of that 3D bullshit. Have you not played any of the 3D Sonic games? No, I've not. Most people have a very strong opinion about the 3D Sonic games. You don't. I don't because I've never played them, but I think it's very funny that people are this worked up about a Sonic. Yeah. All right. Let's keep watching this guy. Seriously, what the frick? That's like the eighth time he said, what the frick? Because Sonic Colors, Sonic Generations, nor Sonic 4 Episodes 1 or 2 never Happened. Wait, what? Seriously. They did. I played Sonic. I mean, come on, guys. Sega has improved. It's <laughs> not trash anymore. I know it's kind of hard to believe after we got that monstrosity. Sonic 06. And I don't care what you guys say. Oh, Sonic 06 was a good game. Sonic 06. Best Sonic game ever. <gasps> <laughs> Idiots! And yet you criticize. Oh, oh let's bring up an example. All right, okay, okay, I have to stop this. <laughs> I don't know how much more of this I could take. I don't remember what Sonic 06 is at all. And I don't know why he has such a strong opinion about Sonic 06. I'll try to find the meme for you, but okay. let's move on from okay. this. Because he seems to hate Sonic 06, right? Yes. I don't know what Sonic he likes. He likes Sonic Generations, Sonic Colors, and Sonic 4 Episodes 1 and 2. He was very clear about that. I thought he said those never happened. He said it's as if they never happened. Oh, okay. Thank you. I correct myself. Okay, he is being a little bit confusing. All right. I'm going to move on from this kid, but I do like this kid. <laughs> like, I get this excited about things, too. And I'm... Aren't I kind of just doing what this kid does? Like, I have a little show with a bunch of toys. And I mean, I'm talking about Static right now. What's it between me and this fucking kid? I don't know. You should become more threatening. So then people will make you a meme. Maybe I should become more threatening so people will make me a meme. All right. This next voicemail is called Weird. Oh, there we go. Weird video games. Oh, there's a bunch of voicemails about video games. Good evening, Loudest Pod. Well, not good evening. It's actually 6 o'clock in the morning. Oh, God. Uh, hi, Loudest Podcast. It's Smarty. Um, I, I just got off work, and I was scrolling Twitter, and it led me down a rabbit hole 
in terms of uh, finding out about a video game character, and I have to tell you about this information now. So did you know that in Fallout New Vegas, there is a sex robot named Fisto, and <laughs> you can actually interact with this character, which leads me to a question I wanted to ask. In all of the video games that you've played, what's the fucking weirdest thing that you've encountered? Because I, I gotta know if there's anything weirder than a sex robot named Fisto in the apocalypse. Anyway, bye. If I'd known Fisto is in Fallout New Vegas, I wouldn't. St I would not rest until I met Fisto. I killed that Walt Disney avatar. I <laughs> I essentially burnt down the NRC or the ends to the New California Republic in the Atomic Hellfire. I killed that guy that thought he was Julius Caesar. Never met Fisto. Hmm. All right. Weirdest thing I've ever run into in a video game. Um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't a huge fan of Birdos vomiting their eggs at me and then me jumping on Birdo's eggs and then throwing the eggs back at Birdo. Like, I don't know why Birdo had such little respect for their unborn children. And I kind of think it was even weirder if Mario, Luigi, Toad, or Peach to, like, use Birdo's unborn children against them. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Do you have an opinion on Birdo? I don't know what Birdo is. You don't know what Birdo is? But one time I played a dating simulator and one of the girls you could date had no arms or legs. Okay. <laughs> I think it was called Katawa Shoujo. Yeah, that's what it was. And it was really sweet, actually. Uh, you could date a bunch of girls with disabilities and one of them had no arms or legs. I think one of them was a burn victim. Uh -huh. And uh, like half her body was covered in scars. And one of them was blind. Mm -hmm. And those are the only ones I remember. But I think one was deaf or mute, too. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So, so it sounds like this is like a game that, you know, is kind of meant to show that your fetish is not weird. Yeah, of course not. Because we built a whole video game around your your specific fetish. You, if you've ever wanted to date a blind girl, check it out. I mean, it's really nice for, for the differently able to get representation as sex objects to be fetishized and masturbated to. Yeah, uh -huh. and I think you can make the burn girl kill yourself if you're mean enough to her. I don't remember. You think so? I think one of you them think, does kill them. You think? Okay. I'm just going to put this out there. I think you know whether or not you can make one of the characters in this game kill them. That's not the kind of thing you're shaky on. Let me grab my phone and check. Okay, while you're looking up whether or not you can cause one of the characters in this game to commit suicide, other weird video game things. Um, You've played Hot Coffee, right? Oh, that's the mod for GTA, right? It's not a mod. It's like a secret hidden Easter egg that you can only access through developer mode where you have to like, where you have sex with a stripper and you get like points based on how well you do with the sex. Yeah. And it's like early GTA. So it's just polygons smashing against each other. Exactly. And it was like such a big deal that it was in the news. And then in later incarnations of GTA, they were just like, you know what? We'll just put hot coffee in the game for real. Yeah, here you go. Why not? Here you go. You know, you no longer need to access a, the developer shell to find hot coffee. Suck our ass, FTC. <laughs> <laughs> Hanako. Yeah, see, I even remember her name. I'm going to look up Katwa Shoujo Hanako Suicide. <laughs> Very bad endings. Yes. 
Well, I spent just five minutes looking through the entire Katawa Shoujo uh, wiki, and I guess I guess you can't make her kill yourself. I know there's one you, you can't can make. make them kill themselves. I don't think so, but I know there is one that you can make them kill themselves. When you say one, do you mean one girl in this game? Yeah. Okay, you're telling me. What are you Googling to look for this? Uh, Katwa Shoujo Hanako Suicide. All right. <laughs> Take Hanako out then. Just look up Katwa Shoujo Suicide. Okay, here we go. Why don't you play another voicemail while I'm doing this? All right, to wrap up our uh, video game trilogy of voicemails, this one's called Loudest Video Game. Hey, Loudest Podcast. I want to let you know that the um, the video game piracy thing that you're making fun of for being so ridiculous is actually real. What? Because uh, a lot of the Nintendo shits made for proprietary hardware, special cartridges, all that shit. It can tell when you got a pirated copy, and it will fuck with you intentionally all the time. Really? Um, I for guess. example, Earthbound. Okay. The way they fucked you with, with that was they would just make encounters way more common and way harder. <laughs> and even if you manage to get through like a w- much harder slog of a game. It would freeze after the final boss and wipe your save. <laughs> uh, one I encounter personally, Chrono Trigger, uh, it'll just stick you in an infinite um, time travel loop during the first time travel sequence. You just get stuck on that screen forever. Uh, some more modern and creative ones was Batman Arkham Asylum removed the ability to glide so that you would just like, plummet like a stone when you got to the gliding <laughs> sections of the game. Cool, very cool. Again, very it funny. pretty much impossible to finish it. Or actually impossible to finish. I, 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 look, I gotta hit stop here. Can you please stop sniffing directly into the microphone, guy? Can you, can you play? I know we said we'd play any voicemail, so I will finish your voicemail. It's like this guy's cleaning his goddamn nose with the mic. It's like he's using his microphone as a fucking Q-tip. There's one of them that opens with, Hi, guys, hope you don't mind the wind. <laughs> then you can barely hear him the whole thing. Like, oh, no, it's fun. It's okay. cool. It's not like this voicemail is physically painful to listen to. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not like people are going to be listening to these on, like, AirPod Pros that are inserted directly into their ear cavities. Yeah. Uh, Mirror's Edge, and this was a really creative one, was it would intentionally slow you, like it would increase the deceleration from jumps so that you would always come up short unless you were like really going like to absolute top speed, which again made most levels impossible uh, and would just made it really frustrating in general. Sorry for the long voicemail. Uh, call me back. Okay, well, okay. I'm not going to do that. We're but... not going to blow your nose next time. It's amazing to me that somebody would, Pirate Mirror's Edge. Really? That someone would be like, oh, I I want to play a parkour simulator, a non-violent parkour simulator, but I don't want to spend a lot of money. It's like, if you're looking for parkour-based action, that's your only game in town. Give them the $50. I got my first scam pirated cartridge the other week. Did I tell you? I'm so sorry. Look, you told me. Tell the listeners. listeners. I'm so sorry about I this. loaded up my new brand spanking new pirated copy of Phoenix Wright Justice for All, Ace Attorney Justice for All, and it just opened with a black screen, and I could tell that that was the only information loaded on the thing because the, both the screens were on the oh, Nintendo yeah, DS. Yeah. Like, you know how it's backlit, you can tell. Yeah. And it just said, there is a problem with your device, please call Nintendo or something. I'm like, oh, damn it. Did you call Nintendo and tell them that the pirated copy of <laughs> Phoenix Wright Justice for All isn't working? Yeah, you guys need to tighten up that quality control 
over there at the Phoenix Wright knockoff factory. I've been reading 4chan's slash biz lately because it's pretty funny to see crypto people losing their minds. Yeah, it is. It's like the world's biggest salt mine. Um, But I saw someone on slash biz and they were like, I buy replicated Nintendo 64 cartridges off of Alibaba. Is that the thing you use, Alibaba? AliExpress. AliExpress. They buy, like, they buy knockoff Nintendo 64 cartridges for $10 on AliExpress, and then they sell them on eBay for 40 Holy shit, I'm going to do that. I was bringing it up because I thought it was terrible. Oh, what? Why? Because <laughs> it's, it's just... Because they're ripping off these poor gamers. They think they're buying a copy of, of GoldenEye and they're, they're buying a newly replicated copy of GoldenEye. You think they give a shit whether or not it's real or fake? They just want to play GoldenEye. I think they're collectors, right? Like, if you just wanted to play GoldenEye, would you buy a Nintendo 64 Who the card? fuck is a GoldenEye collector? People love collecting GoldenEye. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to do it with video games that, um... Oh, wait, no, I can't do it because I'm banned from eBay. But if I would, I would do it with video games that don't have, like, not Pokemon cartridges, but Phoenix Wright. And the mine work. <laughs> Look, I know I've brought this up before. I don't know if I've ever brought it up on the show. I think when we get married, you got to take my name. New name, new driver's license, new driver's license, new eBay account. Next thing you know, Scam Ranch is back. Yeah, that's how we can revive Scam Ranch. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, and then maybe I'll take your last name, too. That'd be funny. And then I could start scams using that. And then we could make it a YouTube video. We legally swap names. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Name swap. Real reaction from our parents. Not clickbait, not stage. (laughs) The... Okay, the one like anti-piracy measure that I've heard of that I guess is kind of famous is um did you hear about what like video game there's a video game called like video game development simulator? You heard about this? No. Okay. There's a video game called like video game development simulator. It's one of those like, you know, the sim games where you're like, you know, you have to hire enough developers and enough artists and this and you have to buy them studio space and get them. So it's one of those things. Like um if you Buy and play a pirated copy of the game. Eventually, in the game, your studio always fails due to piracy. And so, a lot of people who bought pirated copies of this game went on the internet and they were like, why can't I win this game? Like, it keeps, like, it keeps telling me that, like, piracy's eaten into my profits at the point where I can't succeed. How come this pirated copy isn't letting me win due to piracy? And, like, nobody got the joke. Nobody got the message. There's just a bunch of people angry on the internet. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, have you heard of any of these? Any, anything like this? No, I don't think I've ever had one of those, uh, cop creepy pastas pop up on my pirated video. Video games. So I guess all my video games as a kid were real. Yeah, well, except this one that you just bought, which just doesn't work. Well, except these five that I just bought. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This next voicemail is called Taxes or Something. Mysterious. Lorenzo. It's gross time. Going off. You don't need a red pill. I don't have your taxes. You need a cross pill. I don't do your taxes. What you got to do. You got to find the tax man in your neighborhood. And you always got to have a tax man in your neighborhood, you can have at least one tax man in your neighborhood. For me, he was four trailers down, you see. And you gotta go up to that tax man, you see, they hide him on the, that's how they get away with it. You gotta find that tax man. You gotta knock on his door and go, hey! And you gotta, when he opens the door, you gotta rip up your taxes and eat him in front of him. 
Great story, guy. <laughs> no, no, there's 20 seconds left. I've never seen a text that have done that. I mean, my mom, lives with, I live with my mom. Maybe she is doing it. But I ain't never seen a text again in my whole goddamn life. And I'm 52. So, shit. Uh, it worked for me. Love you guys. So this is what you have to put up with? Yeah, every time. But speaking of eating paper, <laughs> a good segue. Would you like to hear my dad's top diet tips? He's writing a diet book. Your dad's writing a diet book? Yeah, because he lost like 20 pounds in uh, two months or something. Okay. Something crazy like that. Cool. So he says uh, this morning, this actually happened. Uh, I have discovered weight loss secrets. I am going to sell them. And I say, tell me the secrets. So he says, secret number one, allow yourself to get so hungry, you feel it in your belly. I mean, really feel it. Then eat a Tic Tac and a sheet of clean typing paper. <laughs> it tricks your stomach into thinking it ate and the paper pulp satisfies your stomach's need to grind something up. Zero calories. And I message him back and I say, please stop eating paper. <laughs> And he says, I like eating paper, but eating it since ninth grade. <laughs> and not a word of that was made up or improvised. Yeah, that's what I get. That's the sense I get is that your dad is not trolling. That he does. Well, first off, I like that your dad has typing paper. Do you, do you know what typing paper is? I do. I used to have a printer. It's like that white paper, right? But it's that like very thin white paper. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. Why does your dad have like reams of type? Why does he have so much typing paper around that he can use it as a food source? He's buying it because he's eating it. Duh. <laughs> Where do you even get typing paper in 2022? Oh my God. Staples, I guess. I don't think they sell typing paper at Staples. <laughs> All right. Your dad lost 20 pounds on this thing? Uh -huh. On the shredded paper diet. Shredded paper. I don't know what the significance of the Tic Tac is, <laughs> but. That's important, too. I See, I would have eaten the Tic Tac second to get the taste of typing paper out of my mouth. <laughs> or maybe because a Tic Tac has one and a half calories. Why don't you splurge? Tic Tac, typing paper, Tic Tac to clean up. <laughs> yeah, I think you could award yourself two Tic Tacs after you eat the whole piece of paper. What do you think has more calories? A Tic Tac or a sheet of typing paper? That's what I was saying. I was like, we don't know the typing paper is zero calories. Yeah. We definitely, I bet that typing paper has about 10 calories. All right. So a calorie is what it takes to heat up one ounce of water, one degree? Uh, Close. I think it's one gram. One Wait. gram? No, one ounce. One ounce. I, I, I honestly don't know. I'll look it up. We I'm saying is whatever I don't give a shit <laughs> we could figure this out we could figure out how many calories because then we get to set something on fire which is fun there's no way we can estimate how many calories on a piece of paper they do that shit in labs don't they I don't know how they do I just want to set stuff on fire okay for science okay deal I feel like your dad could figure I feel like your dad has lab equipment for some reason he has spray ca paint cans so many of them that his neighbor complained your dad has a ton because listen the reason I think your dad might be into science is I know he tried to what get lightning to st strike a baseball once oh yeah one time we saw a meme and it was <laughs> the, you ever seen that meme format where it's the devil on one side and Jesus and the devil says my child will X and Jesus says my child will X so the devil said, my child will not take a baseball, wrap it in copper wire and throw it in a power line. And then Jesus, Jesus' speech bubble was just like a gif of a kid doing that. And then a lightning bolt come down and like, 
getting it. So we tried it and I was like, Dad, it's not going to work because it's not grounded. But thankfully, uh, he was not able to make contact with a power loud over his house. He kept missing the. That's why this experiment didn't work. Your dad didn't have very good aim with the baseball. The power lines are high up, dude. You keep trying. You'll hit it. It's not going anywhere. You'll hit it eventually. All right. So your dad is collecting spray. Why is your dad collecting spray paint cans? Oh, because he just likes spray paint and stuff. Like the house. <laughs> I've never, projects. I've never, we've been together for about seven years now. I did not know your dad was into spray paint. Just real into spray paint. <laughs> Weird stuff happens to you when you retire. I'm telling you. You get into spray paint. You get into something or you go nuts. <laughs> I, I agree that you get into something, but like spray paint is shitty. It's the shittiest paint. It looks shitty. It doesn't cover very well. The fumes fuck you up. Is your dad just, are you sure your dad? What are the chances that your dad is huffing the spray paint? Yeah, I was serious. Let's see your art. Then you could criticize my dad and accuse him of sniffing paint. You don't think your dad is sniffing this paint? He's just an artist. He can do drugs. He has drugs. Why would he sniff paint? Uh, look, all I'm saying is, unless your dad is tagging. Look, someone tagging something, making like a spray paint mural. That's one thing. I get the sense that your dad is just using this for complete coverage. I mean, I have no idea what he's using it for. I don't follow him around. You've never seen the art he's made. Uh, I have seen like canvases with art, like actual spray paint paintings. That your dad has made? Yes. Oh, okay. So your dad's making spray paint paintings on canvases. But the problem is that he leaves them outside because <laughs> he needs them to dry, right? And then the sun makes it peel and fade. Enough, <laughs> enough about my dad's spray painting habits. Well, just real quick. That is exact. You, now do you get the point I'm making that spray paint isn't like a very good medium for art? No, it's a very shitty medium for art, but it is cheap. <laughs> it is cheap. All right. This next voicemail is called Windy Boy Has Drama. Yeah, no problem. Oh my god, it's two minutes of this! Your email box right now. Fuck. Okay, so. I've got five drama. Is this what it sounds like when I talk to you on AirPods? Yes. Oh god. And I moved out with a couple. Or I thought it was a couple because, uh. They fucking. Where they were friends with benefits and they didn't end up sharing a room, so I've been in the goddamn living room for three months, and that's been pissing me off. But whatever, I'll deal. I'll ride the lease out and get new roommates or move back to my parents' house. Uh, so what happened yesterday was my roommate Eric, they, her and Eric, they broke up already. It's like, okay, whatever, I don't care. Uh, Eric brings this girl over last night. I'm going to pause it. We said every voicemail. Yeah, that's the th It's like we can't turn back now. Yeah. I immediately feel guilty about releasing this episode to the viewers. Yeah, no. Hey, listeners, I think we should release it as an, an educational opportunity. Like, yeah. if you call into the show and you listen to this and you think, wow, that sounds terrible, that's you, okay? That's you, everyone that does this. So go inside of a room, write down what you want to say before you say it, or just call, say fuck, and then hang up. We get a couple of those every week, and so they're funny. At least that's short. Exactly. Like. I feel like the viewers owe you like a real grade of data, a real 
Sorry. <laughs> Did you mean debt of gratitude? Yes, I meant. <laughs> was this like the other day I couldn't say the word nemesis? I meant debt of gratitude. And I was about to edit that out, but now that we're talking about it, I can't. I feel like we listeners owe you a real debt of gratitude for putting up with this bullshit. You could be doing anything. <laughs> Except listening to Windy Guy right now, talking about how he has to sleep on the couch because he moved in with two people and he thought they were a couple, but then they weren't. So I guess one of them, what, took his bedroom? That sucks. All right. Let's keep listening to Windy Boy. I think Eric was about to come over. For one minute, 10 seconds in. It's like, okay, that's weird. And then it turns out he didn't let Sarah know. He didn't let me know. And I have like three thousand dollars worth of electronics in the living room. Three thousand dollars worth of what? Oh, I'll explain this after he's done. Lady that I don't know anything about that Eric didn't want to let us know about. This fucking. Yeah, cut it off. We didn't say no. We we said we would listen to all. There's fifteen seconds left. Five hundred dollar drawing tablet. We did never say Uh, that we would listen to all. We are white knuckling this. Storm of emails coming your way. Have a great day. Bye. And now there's, there's just a, six seconds of wind. Yes, just That's why I named it that. Okay. Uh, Wendy boy, Wendy boy is pissed because his housemate. Do you call it a housemate if you're in an apartment? A guy he lives with brought over a girl and didn't tell anyone. And Wendy boy is pissed because he didn't tell anyone and he left like a significant dollars worth of electronics in the living room. So he was afraid that his uh pals lady friend was gonna steal stuff from him but i'm like like wendy boy you need to put that shit in your room yeah. sorry like you may bring it's his house too like it would be very nice to tell him and i hope he doesn't like make it a habit of just like having her there but if you're really concerned about something getting stolen you have to keep that shit in your room i'm sorry yeah you can't expect your roommate not to get laid because you have a playstation 5 like those two things don't have anything to do with each other right like most i know you can't take the like the playstation 5 in your room but good news most people that bring people over they sit on the couch with them so they kind of watch them yeah they know if they're leaving your house with a ps5 in their pants yeah exactly like i mean i think the i think the bigger issue is that this dude's housemate eric brought over a girl even though their other roommate is Eric's ex-friend with benefits. Well, that's interesting. Did you not get that part of this? No, I did not. I thought it was just the electronics thing. No, I think, look, the electronic thing clearly is on this person's mind. And the bed thing is bullshit. Like, if the bed thing, if you moved in and they promised you a bedroom and you're sleeping on the couch, that's bullshit. Yeah, that is bullshit. Uh, but I like how this guy's like, yeah, but I'll just, like, deal with it till the lease runs out. And then I'll move back in with my parents. You, Why don't you leave right now? Why don't you leave this weird, fucked up situation? All right. Look, if you're concerned that your PlayStation 5 is in danger, maybe that's your subconscious trying to tell you that this whole situation sucks. <laughs> and it's like... I think you got to just cut bait on this. Like, you moved in with two people. You thought they were a couple. It turned out they were just friends with benefits. Those two people are weird for thinking they could live together in the first place when they really weren't in a relationship. Yeah, that's true. That is really weird. Yeah. Like, that these two fuck buddies were like, yeah, let's 
get an apartment and a third. It's like, that's weird. Oh my God. Something just hit me. I was saying, put it in your room, put it in your room. He doesn't have he doesn't a room. He doesn't have a room. Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry, Wendy boy. You have no room to put your things in. Well, I think also you should go home to your mom. You got to cut bait on this. Yeah. Like, I know that you're worried. Uh, my guess is that the reason Wendy Boy is sticking around is like to get a third of the security deposit back or something. Yeah. Or because Wendy Boy is like, well, I don't want to leave these two people in the lurch looking for another roommate. It kind of seems like these two people left you in the lurch by like having you move into like a tense, dramatic situation. Yeah, that's really s- sick. If they promise you a bed and you got a couch, I would just fuck off. Yeah. Now I'm realizing why he left such a windy voicemail. He has no privacy in his apartment. Oh, shit. You're right. You should at least have a car then. If you don't have a room, you need a car. Yeah, you need a car. Put your electronics in the car. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Then when your car gets stolen, you're totally fucked. Yeah. All right. Car's probably worth more than the electronics at this point. (laughs) This next voicemail is called Chris Chan Sex Joke. Uh, Mom, can we have time charity pussy? Nah, we've got charity pussy at home. I believe what that caller was meaning to say is, Mom, can we have time traveler pussy? And Mom, who I assume is Barb in this situation, says, No, we have Cherokee pussy at home. Because a reference to uh, the prostitute that Chris visited identified herself as being of Cherokee heritage. Cherokee. That's how it's pronounced in uh, Sonichu, yes. You said time traveler. Time travel pussy? Yeah. That's the first thing you said. Yes. Repeat everything you said one more time, please. Mom, can we have have time traveler pussy? Yes. No, because we have Cherokee and pussy at home. Right. Now, usually when it comes to the at home thing, it's the same. It's like, can I, can we have time traveler pussy? No, we have time traveler pussy at home. How come it's, can we have time traveler pussy? No, we have Cherokee pussy at home. I mean, I guess the implication is that time traveler pussy too bomb. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry I asked. Good job, listener. I thought you would be able to. I, I, I was not trying to screw. I thought you'd have an answer for me and you don't. Nope. I'm sorry. Should we stop taking voicemails? Maybe. <laughs> this seems like a lot of work, doesn't it? A little bit. Okay. We, I think after this episode, we have to have a long conversation about whether or not voicemails are helping this show. And we haven't even gotten to Bo the Sheep's voicemails. No, to his two voicemails. He has All right. two. All right, let's get to the first one. You know what? Let's get this one out of the way. This one's called Bo the Sheep Leaves a Three Minute Voicemail. I'm going to play Bejeweled on my phone while I listen to this. At this point, I don't know when this voicemail will be played or ever be played, but uh, when I'm calling, this this was during the, you know, period where Samantha, you know, had to leave and, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I just realized, Uh I just went there, it was already ruined. It's already ruined. It's already, well then stop. Most people would hang up the phone. Yeah, then hang up. I am a... I am a fool. No, two, honest, two and a half more minutes? Okay. Fool is what I am. It's will I am. Will I am? I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I am. I mean, I do like that. That's a joke. But I just thought up of it, so I didn't even think about structure. It doesn't make sense. God. No, it makes sense. It was funny. I should say that. Because it's great. Uh, will I am? Hey, I have to I listen to know. one of these will every I week. Am? You do? Yeah. I, I like this. tough strokes of structure. I'd have to think of that. I'd have to think. You know, you know, that's what most people should do before they do things. Think. Like, you know how I should have 
thought of a good voicemail. God. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, you know, birds are singing, flowers are blooming, <laughs> summer's here. But down south we like to celebrate summer by going to the bowl swimming hole. And uh, you know, I was actually uh, at a barbecue near the you know, recently. And uh you know I saw We're only it. halfway through this oh, Are you kidding me? Familiar. We're only halfway through. He sort of pale sort of uh you know, he had these weird like purple like one of those contact lenses that chase your eye. He had, like, severe acne scars. He was sick. I mean, the man was ill. He was sick. He was repulsive, honestly. What are you talking about? But, uh, you know, I, I, he looked familiar, so I went off and said, Hey, hey uh, you know, it looks familiar. This is why you're calling him? He said, familiar? I thought... <laughs> I'm, it sounds I don't weird think it was weird in a barbecue. No, no, it's, <laughs> not, no, it's a very funny joke. But, uh, no, I mean, familiar as in I, I've seen you before. He said... I think I knew a guy who looked like you in college. I said, oh, yeah, college. Uh, best years of my life. <laughs> well, anyway, no, you started talking. I mean, I, I think the joke uh, there is that both of sheep looks burger. like they're 12. I was going to say, he, I uh, think both, I thought both of sheep was like, like 12 years ago. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the joke. I was like, oh, okay, sure, I'll take some of the red condiments. I'll squeeze them on my burger. And I saw his burger did not have the red condiment on it. So I was like, hey, uh, you know. Nine for an eye, two for a tooth. Let me help you out there, buddy. So I gave him some of the ketchup. That said, no, uh, some of the red condiments. And, uh, you know, we talked for a bit more, but the conversation was dying. So, uh, it looks like in eight said, seconds, hey, look, Google cuts him off. Yes. But, uh, I gotta go. He said, all right. And I was, as I was walking away, he said, hey, it was. Yep, and there we go. <laughs> and Google has stuck. Google, <laughs> our best friend. Our saving grace. <laughs> well, that was the three-minute-long voicemail by Bo the Sheep. This is the last time I complained about Google following me all around the internet with its stupid ads. <laughs> Google the saving for the three minutes of Bo the Sheep sharing his ketchup with a stranger at a barbecue. <laughs> the red condiment. The red condiment. Oh, I'm sorry. The red condiment. Was Bo the Sheep calling us from that barbecue? No, I don't think so. No, because he was saying that he was at a barbecue recently, uh-huh. the beginning of it, after he forgot what he was going to say, and then started describing the birds and grass around him. Bo, you can, you can hang up and try again. <laughs> You're not locked in to, I mean, I guess you were this time, because we said we would literally play anything said to us. Right, but you could have sent us multiple ones. Well, he did, clearly. I mean, I have another one from him right here. I mean, he sends one every week, and some of these were before we made the offer. One of them was. All right, this one's called Bo Locks Himself. Out. Hey, Asterios, and hey, Sriracha. Hello. It's Bo, don't you know? Uh, so, depressed, uh, Bo. I may or may not allegedly have locked myself out of my home. <laughs> so, uh, since I have allegedly may or may not have anything better to do, I decided to, you know, sort of uh, send you a call. Uh-huh. So, just ask, hey, have have you ever locked yourself out of your home? How did you resolve that situation? Interesting. Okay. This is a good voicemail. I have no energy right now. Then why are I you calling? I don't really want to do this. I'm just... Yeah, Bo, you should focus I, on I, finding I, an open really window or something. 
All right. Look. Bye. So far, that's the best voicemail we've gotten. <laughs> because that voicemail at least gave us like a peg to talk about. Have you ever locked yourself out of your home? Have you ever locked yourself out of your home, Rancho? No. Yes, you did. You locked yourself out of the apartment once early when we were dating. Oh, yeah. Early when we were dating, we used to live in a bomb shelter yeah. in an apartment. The doors had like seven different latches, and I was not strong enough to open the door. So one time when Asterios was at work, I had to just lay in the hallway and do nothing until Asterios got home. Yeah, she like made like a 40... 40- she made like a 40 picture Snapchat story about it that I didn't see until later. You ate like you were out there for five hours. You got Grubhub delivered. Yes, I did. Cause I could not open the door. And then the only way you got back to the apartment was that like just someone happening walking by and you were like, Hey, cause you had the key. Well, yeah, I did have the key and I was laying there in the hallway and they were like, are you okay? Why are you in the hallway? You freak. And I was like, Oh, I can't actually open this door. Can you help me? And she did. God, yeah. I'm so happy. We have our own apartment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I used to always get locked out of my dorm room because I would just forget my keys inside and the the door would lock behind me. Yeah. Um, And my RA like got so tired of unlocking my door that my RA was like, if you ask me to unlock your door one more time, I'm going to write you up. And so to open my door once... I had to build like this elaborate hook out of three different clothes hangers. Like I built a lasso on one end and then I like fused the, and then like I straightened out these clothes hangers and like I created this like upside down L. And I remember like my Ari was like looking at me the whole time trying to open this door. And I was like, you could end this at any point. <laughs> By just getting the stupid key. What a douche. Yeah, but you're like making a, d- a little dumb little point here and I don't like it. And it took me like an hour, but like I finally like did manage to like get myself in using this stupid thing. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about too. Where the fuck did you find a wire hanger that wasn't in your room? Um, there was like a common space. Like I went to like a theater college. Yeah. And so there would just always be like people leaving their costumes around. Like there was like a lot of like wardrobe shit in these dorms. Oh, neat. Yeah. And I managed to get in. And then later, I was um, fooling around in the hallway on a yoga ball. And I was, like, doing this thing where I would, like, shoot myself off the yoga ball and, like, down the hallway. And I actually, like, shot myself off the yoga ball. And I put my knee directly through the RA's door. And I caused a huge... Like, I caved his fucking door in with my knee. And then I remember just running away and hoping nothing bad would happen. Oh, my God. So, wait. You actually punch a hole or need a hole in the door i need a hole right through his front door like it didn't even open the door like you're talking there was a hole went through the door you could have if you wanted to you could have kind of pushed what was left of the door in and then climbed through the door yes oh jesus christ yeah and then i ran away and i never got in trouble speaking of holes in walls i'm talking about holes in walls okay <laughs> so uh, my friends my friends that occasionally come visit us you know them yeah uh, one of them has his sister his sister's uh name is maria and maria is, is gigantic like some, my 600 pound life oh, gigantic okay. like she a big bitch okay <laughs> and there's this whole drama going on with maria right now that's not really relevant but back in the day she used to be a little less of a big bitch mm-hmm. and she lived with her sister and you know what a row house is yes it's like a very thin house in cities where you can't build out so you build up so you usually have to in their home you had to go up a very narrow staircase before you got to like the actual apartment 
So the one day, uh, we're having fun, we're drinking, I think this was a couple years ago, we're having fun, we're drinking, and uh, Maria is totally drunk, she's totally drunk, and everybody's like, Maria, you need to sit down, like, don't get that close to the stairs, the stairs are blah, blah, blah. Well, long story short, she trips, she rolls down the stairs like a fucking bowling ball, (laughs) and smashes a hole in the wall. What? With what part of her body, I don't know, but it was like a giant colossal force. And then it just went right through the drywall. That's like something out of Norbit. It was amazing. That's the greatest image I've ever Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> we did we probably should have called the hospital. We yeah, like, yeah. You okay? She's like, I'm fine. And then we had to help her get up though, because she was still gigantic, even if she wasn't like five hundred pounds by that point. No, look, the alcohol numbs the pain. And notice before you used the phrase big bitch. Yeah. When Nico was out, she also used the phrase big bitch. Is that a new phrase that I'm just going to have to get used to? I mean, I don't know. It's been in my vernacular for a while. Did Nico get it from you or did you get it from Nico? I don't know. I think it's just a cultural thing. I think it's a cultural. Okay. From now on, I, a boomer, I'm just going to have to just get used to the fact that people are using the phrase big bitch. Yeah. Uh, okay. You do. No longer wins when you hear big bitch. All right. Well. This next voicemail is called Selling Sunset Guy. Dear Ashley, the millionaire on the TV show uh, who wanted to speak with the housing agent, uh, that's because rich guys do this thing where they want you to recognize that they're rich so that it feeds their ego. Uh, So, like, he wants them to recognize that he's millionaire rich. And have sex with him. It's the same logic as the guy at Buffalo Wild Wings who tipped you a thousand dollars. It's that same shit. Uh, it's an ego thing. Also, I've done time in a Canadian psych ward. And my question is, who the fuck decided to put a copy of Alien in the psych ward? Okay, well, you got two major points here. The first one I don't totally understand. He's referring to, do you remember when we had that conversation about Selling Sunset? Can you refresh my memory? Yeah, okay. Selling Sunset is a television reality show about a bunch of bitchy real estate agents who try to like outsell each other and outcunt each other. <laughs> so in the first episode, uh, one of the real estate agents is she's married, but she goes to show a client like this five million dollar house and she's walking around and he's she's like uh can i put an offer for you and he's like why don't we discuss it further over dinner and drinks and she's has a little like uh comment section where she says you know i'm married but i know that this is just how you gotta play the game and i was saying what the fuck if you're rich enough to afford that type of house why are you going after your real estate agent jesus <laughs> yeah well i mean our, our caller here is right like it is entirely an ego thing it's like to, you know this this like this rich person, to, you know, wants to feel desired and loved. Canadian psych ward copy of Alien. That's the last place I'd want a copy of Alien or The Thing or any movie based around paranoia. There's a secret monster inside me and it's causing me to do bad things. That's not. You don't want that out there. Yeah. The only thing you guys are allowed to watch now is Cocomelon. <laughs> I want that Cocomelon t-shirt I saw. I know. I want it too. Okay. The other day I was walking by uh, like a, a sh- uh, uh, it was clear like a very mom and pop t-shirt shop and they were selling t-shirts that had the whole Cocomelon family and across the top, there was a t-shirt that said father of the birthday boy. <laughs> and I went in and I was like, can I buy that t-shirt? And they were like, no, 
Oh. And I was like, I was like, I, I, I could pay cash. I just want that t-shirt. And they were like, do you have a kid? And I was like, why is that important? They're like, yeah. we're not selling you the t-shirt. I was like, they thought I was making a mockery of their Coca Melon t shirt, which I was, to be fair. But I, I wanted the t shirt. Why would you gatekeep the Go- Coca Melon t shirt? Like, damn, are you that emotionally connected to it? Like, oh, I can only give this to a new father. I can only bestow my Coca Melon t shirt upon one who has reproduced. That was the first time I'd ever seen what Coco Melon was. I've heard people referencing Coco Melon. I didn't know it was like a kid with a watermelon for a head. Yeah, it's like a gross kid and they sing like kid songs and it's supposed to be there's like a billion of them. I'm convinced by now they're AI generated, but you just plop your kid down and they let them watch. You know, it's as a parent, you know, it's inoffensive. It's basically like crack for them and uh, it can go forever. No one else in that family is a melon, though. Nobody is a melon. The the kids, there's a kid that has a melon head. No, there isn't. In the T-shirt? I, oh, I, maybe in the t-shirt. I've never seen the mellow head on coconut. All right, so you see the, the picture on this t-shirt. There's a kid with a watermelon head. And that's the logo. I don't think that's sentient. That's, that's like the cocomelon logo. Oh, so they don't have a watermelon baby. No. Okay. Because, but you can see how I'd be confused because that watermelon is in front of the birthday cake and in front of the candles. It looks like the watermelon's blown out the candle. Yeah, it does kind of look humanoid, but no, I don't think it's alive. Okay. Can you tell me anything about the Cocomelon family? Uh, they're really, really fucking annoying. Can you sing? Like, what's the most common Cocomelon song? I, I only know Cocomelon as a reference. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not, it's just nursery rhymes. Like, you know, they sing them and then they like, eat your peas, eat your peas. And they have a spoon and they shove it in the baby's mouth. It's like, now we're going to eat our bananas or whatever. It's songs for small children. I'm not singing a Cocomelon song well, for you. you just did. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. Eat your peas, eat your peas, eat your banana. Does the baby not want to eat the peas? I don't know. I don't watch them. You don't watch Coco Melon? Not religiously. <laughs> Does it seem like I'm trying to talk a lot about Coco Melon because I don't want to listen to more voicemails? It sure as shit does. Well, let me tell you what you don't want to listen to even more than voicemails is Coco Melon. All right. Well, then we better listen to more voicemails. All right. This next voicemail is called Nathfield. Hey, Stereo. Listen, I was just, I was just surprised. Well, she is Discord mod episode, and I want to point something out to y'all. I want to point something out to y'all. Is this Nathan Thomas? Yes. He would make clearly, me a mod, clearly, but he never did. He never did. He never made me a mod. He never, he never did. And you know, it, it saddens me because because I love Nathan. I love this original character. I love the funny, the wonderful world he inhabits, and it's just crazy. You know what? I'm gonna be honest. It frustrates me. That's why it is. That's me. But you know what? You know what? I'm not going to be bitter. I'm not going to be bitter and jaded. Is this what that Joker movie's like? Yeah, I watched it on the plane. You watched Joker on the plane? Yeah. It's pretty good movie. I'm always going to make Nathan eat and bottle up the scent of cheese and salad, and nothing's going to stop it. Does the Joker quack like a duck like that? Like that old dog? It's the final scene. You see him dancing. What you don't see is the next scene. He quacks. Wow, that guy is crazy. What was I going to say? Yeah, good job, Oh, the ball <laughs> I think, I think overall, the character of the Joker 
has been a net negative on our society. Oh, ab- unquestionably, I think, yes. I've read so many of like the great Batman comics, like the Dark Knight Rises and the Killing Joke, and all the great Batman comics have like the Joker in them. He's not so so good a villain that like it's worth both a sheep quacking like a duck <laughs> and talking about Nathfield on our show. Sometimes I think about alternate timelines where uh, Bo the Sheep, before he listened to ever to an episode of our podcast, like he just didn't click. He clicked on something else. But he'd be leaving these type of voicemails for like last podcast on the left. <laughs> um, I have a question about the murder. It makes me so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Bo the Sheep is exactly the kind of kid that could have fallen down the alt-right pipeline if it wasn't for us. Think about all How about this Think about all the bad stuff in the world That isn't happening Because people are listening to our show Uh, Instead of other shows Let me think We're heroes Yeah we are pretty much We're like the drain cats (laughs) That like stops people from falling down that pipeline And in the pipe In the drain catch It's just a bunch of hair And all that hair is both sheep voicemails (laughs) I have to clean it out every week (laughs) (laughs) Our final voicemail is called Smarty Just Wanted to Say Hi. All right. We should have played this at the beginning. We should have played this at the beginning. Hello, Stereos and Sriracha. It is your boy, Smarty. Hey! Uh, How you been? It's been a while since I did a voicemail of any kind, but I wanted to do this because I was just listening to the episode as of recent in which you said you were going to forego all quality control. Unfortunately, now, I feel like this is would you like to just scream into the mic? Um, <laughs> to the audience, that would be better than what we to, just listened to. Um, serious interaction. You fucking asked for this. <laughs> you fucking asked for this. And now I don't know. I don't know how many of you decided slurs were going to be a good idea for this section of voicemail amnesty, but you all fucking asked for this. Got my finger on the stop button. Time, and I hope the cringe flows. Very nicely on this episode. Otherwise, love you guys. Love the podcast. I'll see you around sometime soon. Bye. I wish they would have all been that nice. Yeah, that was a good one to end on because yeah. now I don't want to go like cut my wrist. Yeah, that was just someone saying hi to us and acknowledging that we'd be getting a lot of bad voicemails. It's nice to feel seen. Yeah, it is nice to feel seen. And let me tell you guys, I'm proud of the restraint that you showed. In the voicemail. Not, not one? Not one slur. <laughs> we've done a really good job with this little audience we've built. Yes. Look, is it the world's biggest audience? No, it's not. But is it the world's nicest audience? Maybe. Maybe. Let's find out. No slurs. No slurs. Can any other podcast say that? I don't think they can. No, me neither. No. Uh, you know what? I just spent an hour bitching about these voicemails, but let me really think about it. All right. If we really, t- it's like people talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. I like that. People talking about Canadian mental institutions. That's interesting. That's funny. Yeah. Bo the Sheep got locked out. I've gotten locked out before. Bo the Sheep sharing his ketchup with a kindly old stranger. That's kind of good for you for sharing a red condiment, Bo, Bo the Sheep. Alien talk. Talking we, about selling sunset. We helped that guy in the apartment. Helped that guy in the apartment. We had a previous voice bell where somebody proposed to their partner. Yeah. We that- never heard what happened there, which means it didn't work out. Oh, fuck. I mean, right? I don't know. I know. That's what that means. <laughs> That's what that means. That's like somebody, like someone was listening to the podcast and they like slowly turned their head and they were like, I'm sorry, but I'm not ready yet. Maybe that's why. 
Maybe that's why we lost one patron recently. Oh, maybe you could call back in and tell us it's free. I mean, even just even if it went poorly, we want to listen. We want to be your shoulder to cry on. Yeah, leaving voicemails is free. You call 848-863-5343 or yeah, attach it as a little voice note. You email it to the loudest podcast at gmail.com. You know, in aggregate, now that it's over with, we could do worse. Ah, that's the logic. Nope, nope, nope. You're forgetting the pain immediately. That's the logic that leads to people having more than one kid. I am forgetting oh, the pain immediately. It wasn't so bad. It yes, wasn't it was. so bad. I suffered every second. Wait, speaking of emails, you said you had some emails to read? Oh, yeah, I do have an email. Two emails. One gentleman is looking for uh, advice from us. Okay. And it's an am I the asshole, so I'm going to save that one for next week. Sounds good. I will read you the voicemail of my people. All right. Okay, this is a green text from Let Me Tell You About Tad. Oh, Tad. Work in a call center. But you know what a green text story yeah, is, right? Yeah. Work in a call center. Boss bought hundreds of fake animal poops made out of plastic. Whenever someone goes to the toilet, he times them. Every minute they get an animal poop put on their desk. At the end of the month, he gathers all the animal poop. The one who spent the most time pooping gets the title Professor Pooper and has their toilet key taken away so they can't poop or pee during the day the following month without him escorting them. If he escorts you, he says it's a waste of company time and gets deducted from your pay. The Faith TFW, I've been Professor Pooper three months in a row due to constipation. Uh, tried to eat lentils at lunch to improve my gut health. Boss said they smell and I can't eat them in the office. What should I do? <laughs> Find a new job? No, you got to make this his problem. Yeah. Somehow. You know what I would do? What? And I would do this. I swear to God, this is going to sound like a joke, but I would do this. I would start wearing adult diapers and I would start pooping my pants at the desk. <laughs> I absolutely believe you would do that. Yeah. And then if people complained about it, I'd be like, what's the matter? Like, I feel like this is the most efficient way to, to utilize company time. Like, we all know that I have a disability where I have to spend a lot of time in the bathroom and I'd hate to take my disability out on the rest of you. Therefore, you're all going to have to smell my adult man diaper poops. <laughs> <laughs> or bring a porn, get a porty potty delivered to the inside of the office. Yes. Put it right next to your desk. Yeah. Yes. You know what? I would actually do that. That could be your ADA accommodation. I would get a porta potty and I would be like, you know what? You don't want to pay for the bathroom? That's fine. I'll pay for the bathroom my own time. And then that bathroom would be a write off. Right. And then it just smells. It's going to smell up the entire office too. Much, much further than your poopy adult diapers. And then, you know what? I would put a lock on my little porta potty and I would put like a PlayStation in there and a TV and and like I would you know what I would say? I'd say deliver the port deliver two porta potties, but only fill one of them with the chemicals. And then one of them would be like my little man cave phone booth. So that I'd have a non-poops in porta potty that's like my little man cave and then I have another room just for my poop in. Oh, you're a genius. I love this idea. No, but I would do the diaper. Because I want to make it's like look. If my boss is going to be passive aggressive enough to create a Professor Pooper Award, we're all suffering. Yeah. We're all going to have to suffer for this. Yeah, sorry to make a point. You're going to have to band together. What if everybody started shitting their pants? That's what I'm saying. It's like you, he can't fire us all. What if just the whole call center? Because I'll tell you what, if the whole call center smells like adult poop, 
then it doesn't smell like adult poop. That's true. Because adult poop it. becomes the norm. You know what I'm saying? What, what were you going to say? No, I was just saying you acclimate it. Just like how uh, you walk in an old person's house and it smells like overwhelming perfume because they just keep spraying it, but they can't smell it. Yeah, exactly. What if you somehow, all right, what about this? Put up a cake on your boss's food. Now, first off, I'm being ironic and this is totally satirical. Do not drug your boss. But if you were to drug your boss <laughs> and make your boss have to poop all the time, and then you started leaving little poop awards on your boss's desk. Oh, yeah. Put, if you have sparkling water in your office, dump a bunch of that magnesium citrate in it. Yeah. They won't even be able to tell, but you will shit like a maniac. <laughs> yeah. Crush up X-Lax and put it in his burritos or something. Make this guy poop. Make him suffer. Make him suffer. Make him constipated. And then- He's Professor Pooper, and then you have to escort him to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. All right. I feel like we've helped some people today. I think we did. I feel good about I, what we did here. I feel good about what we did here, too. Don't forget, if you want to leave a voicemail. And by the way, from now on, we're going to be very, very judicious with the voicemails we play. Sometimes we're only going to play one. Sometimes we're not going to play any. You did this, listeners. <laughs> you call 848 863 5343 or a tensional voice note, email to the loudest podcast at gmail.com. Hopefully, you've learned what not to do by listening to this episode. But yeah, I hope you guys really enjoyed this. <laughs> You're welcome. I enjoyed it. I did too. All right. We love you. We'll talk to you later. later.